Hello and welcome to the Fizzle Show! Alright! We're gonna start a little bit of the Fizzle Show today. We're gonna have some good stuff for you. You're gonna like it really good. <laughs> this is the Fizzle Show, where every Friday we publish another conversation about the art and science of supporting yourself doing something that you actually care about. And in this episode, we're gonna talk about can a side project fund your big idea? Right? Some business ideas can be thought up and launched in a single afternoon, but others require a ton of time and effort to get off the ground. They're a little bit of a bigger idea. So imagine this situation. Imagine you already know you want to do your own thing. You're independent-minded, and you want to earn a living on your own. But you've got an idea that's so big, it's going to take a while to get it off the ground, actually earning revenue. What can you do, if you're independently-minded, to start earning some revenue now, That won't take up all the time and energy that you have, so you can invest in building your other bigger idea. That's what we're getting into. It's a great question that is a little bit complicated, actually, for reasons you may not see from the start. So it actually sparked a big conversation for Corbett and I. Listen, if you're unfamiliar with what we do here at The Fizzle Show, uh, we run fizzle.co. We love our podcast listeners, and we want you to be able to try out fizzle.co for five weeks for free. So we have a special link for you podcast listeners, fizzle.co slash try five, okay, where you can start the roadmap, all right? You can check out any of the 40-plus courses that we have in there. And you can ask a question and get advice in the forums right now. Fizzle is the community of entrepreneurs who are going to do their darndest to not let you quit because if you have been doing this for a while, you know that you're kind of your weakest link at this point. It's likely that you can burn out, that you can fade out and all that stuff. So Fizzle exists to help you with the training so that when you need to know more stuff, you can find it. It's right there. And the community. So when you have more unique real-life questions that might not have one-and-done answers that fit across the board, you can get advice from all over the map. Anyways, you can try that out at fizzle.co slash try five. Follow along at home at fizzleshow.co slash 175. I'll be back after this conversation to fill in any gaps. I'm here with Corbett Barr. I got to tell you a little bit about what I'm drinking. Drinking uh, not a lacra today. No. Oh, th- I got a lacra story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, well, hold on. Tell me it. Okay. Tell me it. <laughs> so <laughs> I uh, I was on a co- uh, coaching call the other day. Yeah. And, as you uh, do. As you do. And there are several Fizzle members hanging out there and we're talking shop. And I happen to have a lacron in front of me. Mm-hmm. And so I, uh, you know, casually sip on it as I'm talking, listening to people tell me about their businesses. Yeah. And as I'm like giving somebody feedback, I look down in the corner of my eye in the chat box and I see somebody who's been around a lot, who uh-huh. knows this pretty well, who listens to the podcast a lot. Yeah. Goes, wait, LaCroix is real? <laughs> question mark and then and then people just start jumping on him like what yeah you don't know about it and he's like no i thought it was a fake advertiser that chase made up that's so good yeah i mean i, I it just depends on where you shop it like 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 some supermarkets just wouldn't get it in yet right they wouldn't they wouldn't like it's just it's, some a, people, it's a regional thing some people actually prefer talking rain talking rain is bs the rain does not talk it falls falls where from on high which means it wasn't good enough that's why i drink Lacroix. yeah do you know what i mean that's yeah. what i'm telling it's just philosophical arguments so what i'm drinking today is a little uh, grapefruit rattler with some uh with some it's like beer and grapefruit juice but more important than that is i've got it wrapped in my beer koozie co koozie that's right i know what you're saying wait what that's right i know what you're saying is wait what and i'm saying that's right you're right that this is a wait what so it's a it's a tell me what the little uh it's a koozie here and as you can see the koozie has a couple pouches Coochie uh-huh, has a couple side. pouches on the front. So there's a fizzler uh, who who has reached out to us because I think I, he found one of my uh, one of my bag reviews. I do on this. I just do bag reviews for fun because it gives a way for me to get good bags. Um, and Robbie is like, "Hey, listen, I, I got I got eight prototypes from China. I want to give you I want to give you uh, one of them to review." I was like, "Listen, we don't do reviews of koozies, but I love koozies, and what you're doing looks awesome. So if you spare some, we'll 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 mention." on the air or something but uh and when you can guarantee that we're going to be using them in our house and giving them to guests as because uh, we're tastemakers right so there's it's a koozie with a pouch for your for your cigarettes 
or as Robbie referred to them, as your darts. There's one pouch for your cigarettes and one pouch for your lighter. <laughs> so I love it. It's summertime, 4 p.m. in Portland. I got a uh, I got a grapefruit rattler wrapped up in a in a camouflage beer koozie. Thanks to my man Robbie from Beer Koozie Co. Just had to. Sh- I just I like. I did, there's nothing else I can do for the guy, but I just have to say that because I love it. Hey, well, some people like FreshBooks spend good money. Yeah, to, have to be you. on this to be on this show. Yeah, that's right. Hello, hello. <laughs> so we got an interesting topic today. This is going to be fun. Um, first of all, Corbett Bar, how you doing, man? You Not too right? bad. I, I I think we're doing okay. We're doing okay. We uh we were just commenting before we started recording here about how uh, frazzled we felt from our day of brainstorming. Woo! We've been in front of the whiteboard all day long. We are like, trying a new process of working out blog posts and content strategy stuff together where we flesh out basically the gist of the posts. Um, and much more than that, we were kind of figuring, doing a big content strategy plan. What are we going to write about this year, et cetera, et cetera, or with the rest of the year? And, uh, and so, yeah, I feel I have that feeling in my brain, like my brain has done like 100 million squats trying to think things through and be intelligent about things, which as everybody listening to the show knows, that's not my strong point, you know? <laughs> you know, Unlike the situation I was having last night when I was listening to a podcast episode on Spiral Dynamics, which I will spare you, and also I'm not calling it Spiral Dynamics anymore, I'm calling it the like Wilford effect, or I'm going to give it a better no, name. Some sort of effect. Some, something that doesn't, that doesn't sound yeah. like Dianetics, so something which is technique. what I've written it off as forever. Anyways, my first experience with it, uh, listening to a podcast great podcast called The Liturgist. Hello. Uh, anyways, we're going to get into the topic today now. All right? We are? We've had enough. Okay. It's been fun. It's been nice, right? But, but, it, hasn't been serious, real, but it hasn't been real. It hasn't been, it hasn't real, been real fun. fun. <laughs> nice fun. It hasn't been fun nice. It's been fun, and it's been nice, but it hasn't been fun nice. Because <laughs> we've got, got a topic today that's a serious thing. So, Corbett, set us up on this, if you're, if you're up for it. Can okay. you set us up yeah, on this I, one? I think I'm up to... Uh, up to the task. All right. So the the topic today is this concept of running a side project. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Running a side project. Gotcha. In order to fund working on the business that you really care about. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the idea here, and and this is loosely based on a uh, forum post that we have from a Fizzle member. The idea here is that. Imagine you have a business that you really want to make a dent in. And this is one of those things that just seems like it's going to take you a while. Okay. But Mm -hmm. you have a need for income right now. Yeah. You're either you're tired of your job or your contract ran out or whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so you want to continue working on this really big business idea, but you can't earn an income from it right away. Yeah. So you're thinking, well, maybe I can just run a side project that, gets me to ramen profitable so that I can pay my bills and buy myself as much time as I need to work on this bigger project. So the idea behind this is I want to be, I want to be full on independent. I want to be on my own. Right. And I've got an idea that I really love, but it's going to take time to get it off the ground. Yeah. So I need revenue quick. To 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 hold me over for the next I need to, months slash years. Yeah, I need to just solve the the income problem. Yeah. <laughs> so that I can work on that pesky little income problem. <laughs> I need so that I can work on the big uh, business idea. Yeah, yeah, and I think this is this is uh what, what's interesting to me about this right is is it's fascinating. It's the dream of being independent. It's we've got all these tools on the internet. It's we've got the person asking this question tons of skills. This guy's developed lots of skills. Um, he said he's an accomplished enough engineer to, you know, software developer uh, to have to to basically be be trying to get, for for Facebook and Google to be reaching out to, to hire him once a year, yeah. right? Um, which I like that. I know I know people like that. I know that that's a real thing. Yeah, like they they have their they know who's who out Absolutely. there, even if they don't work in the company. Yep. Um, and so and so that's a real that's something that he's sort of been interested been interested by. I think he's moved. Sounds like he's moved to the Silicon Valley for a little while, and now he's moved back to the to Asia. He says to cut costs simply so yeah. that he can he can make big bigger moves. 
right? I love, I love, I love a lot about this because it's this, it's this challenge of, you know, we, we uh, wrote on the whiteboard here, like, uh, in, uh, he did this guy didn't say that, but it was like, as we were thinking about it, it's like, yeah, I just need to solve that pesky little income problem. Yeah. You know, this idea of, I need to do something in the short term to earn revenue, but it can't take too much of my time so that I can continue to focus on this big idea that is going to be successful, that I'm passionate about, that I care about. Yeah. Right. Um, and I think what's what, what when I was thinking about this, I, I'm like imagining this guy or imagining anybody who's like, I want to do a side project um, a- alongside something else. And the fear for me is always that, like, is my side project going to just be a distraction? Is it all going to end up being a dead end? Right. Especially when you need that revenue, when you need to get straight into like, oh, right, this thing's going to earn some money for me. The question is, what kind of thing are you spinning up? Because all of that work can be effectively worth nothing if it doesn't work, if it doesn't work enough, right? right? If it doesn't work enough, right? Um, which we'll get, we'll talk a little bit later about freelancing or working part-time or something like that. These are things that you're doing in exchange right now for money right now. Yeah. It's not a question yeah. of if that money's coming in. It's a question of if you can secure a client, right? But it's not a question of, are you going to get enough traffic to your website to sell enough eBooks? It's not a question of, are you going to be able to get enough people to your Udemy course? It's not a question of, of is, is it going to you know make a splash on the web and actually people finding it? Right. That's the that that's it's one of the one of the things that that uh, this guy was talking about on the on the forums was was a handful of ideas that could look like like that more like starting up a new blog, start creating a course that that isn't already created. Or yeah, something, right? some of these things were like really big projects and then themselves. And I applaud someone for thinking big like this. And yeah, for thinking out of the box. Yeah. And and you know the reality is a lot of problems that are big and worth trying to solve really you can't get off the ground very quickly. Yeah, yeah. And um, I know that we talk about MVPs and so on, but anytime that you're involving like an entirely new software platform, if you're just one person, mm-hmm. the reality is it's going to take some time. Even if it only took six months to build an MVP, yeah. that's still time that you you know are uh, living out of pocket and mm. you, you, you need an income to support mm-hmm. yourself. So I applaud someone for thinking outside the box mm-hmm. in this regard. Thinking How, big. Thinking, thinking big. big. Like, hey, I got this big idea. It's going to take some time. And yet, I still need. I, I'm going to cover my bases myself. Also, in the meantime, with some other yeah, project. Yeah, and 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 just sort of thinking, you know, instead of uh, the basics like, well, maybe I need to work on a smaller project, or mm-hmm. maybe I need to get a job. Mm-hmm. He's trying to think of creative ways to earn a living. Yeah. So I can't fault him for that. Yeah. However, you know, when you when you list off some of the, of the ideas that uh, he put forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, which involved, you know, in some cases, like starting a new blog so that you could create a course for sale. Yeah. Uh, it it almost belittles the effort that other people go through to get something like that off the ground. It yeah. almost like m- like makes light of the significant effort yeah. that goes in creating any kind of business mm-hmm. that can earn enough income to support yourself. So what you're saying is don't think for a second that what you're trying to do is easy. Right. I think there are some some things that are easy. Sure. Right? I think if you wanted to look at a niche site and keyword sort of thing and set up five or ten of these sort of sites on some keyword and you're really good at keyword research and you can find some opportunity and make a a website and do all of this sort of thing and it's like, yeah, if you can spin up a handful of those with some sort of affiliate product or something like that, that doesn't take a lot of work necessarily, but you're really? not guaranteed the success of it, right? Yeah, I, I disagree. You well, no, I think that's a dream that so many people have chased for yeah. so many years. Yeah, and it and it rarely works out. Just just <laughs> like building, I like to see where this is going. <laughs> just 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 like building a business. I I the, unfortunately this you mentioned this earlier. Yeah, this line of thinking I think comes from the four hour work week or whatever mm-hmm. where. Um, the idea of a muse, yeah. I think, was what Tim Ferriss called it. Yeah, the muse was the thing that spun off enough free cash so that you could go live the life that you wanted to, or work on the projects yeah. that you really wanted to. And it those are possible, mm-hmm. but when you frame them in that light of just being oh, some little side project that yeah. I'm going to do to make you know five grand a month yeah. so that I can yeah, live yeah. in Asia, I think that you're putting yourself at a severe disadvantage. Um, because you're not in the right headspace to get a business off the ground. Well, when you what's don't fascinating care about, about this is is for this particular situation, this is someone saying like, I care a great deal about this thing over here, right? No. And I just need to find something to earn some revenue over here. And that's that's a per, that's a perfect recipe for thinking 
sort of uh, for maybe having your, your thinking off base of what that what that earn the revenue right now piece is going to be. Right. Well, because you've got this thing you clearly care about and you think is important. Yeah. And and the big question is sort of like, so why not double down on that? And I think this guy would love to do that if he can if he can solve that pesky like little income problem in between here and there. Yeah, and we right? uh, we we started kind of thinking about extremes here, and you know one extreme would be someone like like Jay Z or um, or Jessica Alba, mm-hmm. right? Where you become like a famous actor or mm-hmm. musician so that you can start a clothing line, or you become a baseball player so that you can own a series of five or ten car dealerships in your state. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. you just that the pesky little like I'm going to go become a a, yeah. a famous rapper so that I can start a clothing line, or you know a cosmetics line, or Elon Musk is another example. Mm-hmm. You know, I I want to start a company that builds rockets so that I can go to Mars, but yeah. I need several hundred million dollars to get that off the ground. Yeah, yeah. so I'm going to go co-found PayPal. Totally. Which, you know, in Elon's case, I, I fully believe that he probably had that idea baked in and he is a special yeah. kind of person. And and maybe that maybe that really just truly, yeah. There However, are some people who are who are literally and truly like just thinking that big. Yeah. And some reason it's not as challenging for them as it is for us, right? However, however, the mm-hmm. difference I believe is that in Elon's case, in Jay Z's case, you know, in Jessica Jay Z, please for our Canada listeners. Uh, they all were 150% committed to the thing that they were pursuing at the time. Yeah. And maybe they had other ideas about down the road, you know, yeah, I'll do we're this doing this so that later on, but I'm not on later on yet. But I'm not on later on at all. Yeah. And I'm yeah. not even working on that as a, as a, as a thing. Uh-huh. So, so their income, you know, how they solved the income and fame problem mm-hmm. for them yeah. wasn't a side project. It was something they were 100% committed to. Yeah. Uh, and so that's where this, like trying to build a business as a side project, I think it's okay if it's a side project because you have a full-time job because it's the thing that lights you up Yeah, and it's the thing that you pour all of your waking hours into. Yeah. But if it's just this little annoying thing that you're treating almost like you would treat a job yeah, mm-hmm. because what you really want to be doing is it's something just more else. Of the, more, it's like, it's like, this is the thing you're trying to get away from in the first place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Then I'm just incredibly skeptical of your ability to to pull that off unless unless you truly said okay I'm going to put aside the thing that I want to be doing yeah. later until I earn an income okay so again this is for anybody who wants to who has an idea that they're like I want to work on this full time but I can't yet mm-hmm. it's not cuz it it's going to take a while to get it to earn revenue right right one option in that situation first of all is like oh go get some venture funding for this thing take investment yeah but a, a, a vc isn't going to invest unless you have uh well you gotta be likely, heading that route right mo- yeah and most likely you have to have a prototype which is going to take you several months to get off the ground anyway yeah. you yeah. have to have an mvp almost yeah. you know that you have either launched or are about to yeah that makes sense and so but but if you need that in if you need that quick you know flush of cash to to get in to, to start being able to pay your salary or your rent or whatever like that. That's an option where you're working at your current job for another two months, building the prototype really like nights and weekends. Sure. And if you, and you do job. the thing right. and if you can convince a VC company to back you. Yeah. Right now here on the fizzle show, we don't talk about that very often. Right. It's a, it's a, it's a path that we have gone at Corbett's gone before. It's a, something that we know a lot about. We have a lot of uh, relationships, close relationships with people who are, who are doing that. It's a model that that is great when you need to when you need to launch something really big, really fast. You know, it's a model that's great for a lot of things, but it's also got a lot of drawbacks to it. A ton of these back doors that you're just like, wow, I didn't think this would hurt this bad. Yeah, you know, I didn't this, didn't think this could go this wrong, right? So what we advocate for most of the time in Fizzle is this real time, matter of fact, real deal independent uh, independent business right a kind of independent business now that takes a number of different shapes there are people who are making courses for sale there's people who are bloggers who just are kind of like uh promoting other people's products affiliate sales there's people who are podcasters supporting themselves based on sponsorships because their their podcast got big there those are those are hard to do by the way to to get that a big to make a big podcast is hard then there are people who um who become I don't know what else. Uh, the freelancers, authors, right? uh, the authors, where you're, where you're just tra- traditional route of just People like I'm a writer. Beer cozies and dog beds and physical product manufacturing, yeah. right? Like in- interesting niche physical product manufacturing. Yep. There's um, 
There's freelancers of all shapes and sizes, consultants coaches, and coaches, consult, yeah. right? So, so there's a number of shapes that we've identified that businesses take in our 10 archetypes of online business, which if you haven't read it, it, it listen to, it's a, it's a podcast episode. I'll put it in the show notes uh, where we get in depth about like, what are the different shapes or what we call archetypes that different, that businesses can take and modern businesses are taking right now. And it's a really helpful conversation. We identified 10 of them. And so, again, coming back to our question here, it's like, what of these could I do to actually earn re revenue fast? Now, I don't personally think there's any better option on the table if you need to do something both A, independently, and B, need some in, needs revenue fast than, than freelancing of some kind, right? Would you agree, Corbett? Yes. I rest my case. <laughs> All right. This guy's over here. He's trying to make a business. He's making a hard go at it. It's going to be difficult. Oh, it's going to be fun, though. Wow. Were those two different voices you were doing? <laughs> I don't know why you're so excited about that. I know. It just gets me every time. Honestly, Jerry, it's getting a little bit hard to take. <laughs> you're crazy. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Honestly, I'm out of here. I can so, just do that all day long. You should see what happens when nobody's in the in the studio with me. You just do that? I just have the headphones on. I'm just making voices. Wow. No, I don't. Oh. I'm going to start, though. <laughs> it's. I think that's okay as long as um, the voices don't start talking back to you. <laughs> they totally do already. They always have. In your head? That's why lolcats were so funny to me. You know, the voices, I yeah. can hear them. Okay. I can have cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm talking about, I think, freelancer, when you need to make revenue now and uh, and you still want to stay independent, I think being a freelancer is the way to go. Now, this guy has got a lot of engineering and, and sort of software development chops and experience. That's one place to go. Um, so, there, so there's that. I would actually, uh, what else would you say for, for like, uh, I need to make revenue now, but I need to have a lot of time to work on my, on my project that I really care about that isn't pulling any revenue. Right. Isn't me. this just like the problem uh, for most entrepreneurs? It's that pesky little revenue problem. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like the problem. So, um, having a job, getting a job, I think, I think working as yeah. a freelancer, mm -hmm. right? These are like the common options. I Getting think a part-time job or working as a freelancer yeah. are, are roughly, you know, and now ar arguably you, you, it costs you less time to get a part-time job than it will to do freelance work, depending on, on the projects that you're taking on freelance wise, and depending on what it looks like for you to get clients. For and there may be, there may be a job that, you know, you don't want to do, but it's capable of like, you know, if you've worked in the service industry before, yeah. you've been a bartender or a server or whatever, maybe you really don't want to be doing that work anymore, yeah. but yeah. you know that it, it earns a Tips decent living. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's that's always an option. Just figure out what is going to take you I the least- I don't know if I trust people who haven't been a server or a bartender or a busboy in my life. I have not. Yeah. And I, and, <laughs> you have and, not trusted anybody who hasn't done no, that. No, no, no. I have <laughs> you not. You haven't done it? I have not done oh, it. But I trust you. So that's what's different about it. That's a new role. That would be broke my rule I, in half. I literally feel like that is a- a hole in my ex my human experience yep. that I am going to fill at some point. I think. Well, you kind of are. If you think about how much you're waiting on me these days, that's true. You sort and of feeding you and <laughs> providing you cocktails are for me yeah. and making lots of cocktails. For I me. almost. I true story. I was looking for a job at one point when I was like 18. Yeah, and Subway wouldn't hire me. Whoa! So. You must have had really long cargo shorts on, so I'm and like a and like a hemp necklace with a mushroom and a glass bead around <laughs> in it, and, and like your hat with a little cock to the side, maybe. And it was one of that. It was like that college hat that just says cocks. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, hey, I don't understand why you guys don't want to hire me. I'm a pretty good guy. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly don't know. What I love the now. idea. Of, I'm so glad it didn't happen. I <laughs> know <laughs> yeah, your whole life would have been different. Yeah. If that happened. Okay. No. So, uh, all right. I will keep going. What are you going to say? Okay. So anyway, we were talking about, uh, you know, freelancing or, or getting a job or whatever. My, my goal here would be to figure if, if really what you want to do is earn an income so that you can work on your, yeah. your big, your dream project. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then I would focus on either. If if you're gonna do those things in parallel, mm -hmm. meaning you're gonna you're gonna work a job or whatever 
and at night you're going to work on your dream project, then I would focus on finding the thing that is going to take the least amount of mental energy mm -hmm. for you to do every day yeah. and the least amount of mental energy and, and time for you to secure as, yeah. as an option. Freelancing can be pretty tough. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of running around getting clients and getting the freelancing business yeah. off the ground yeah. and that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, and then once you have that going, you know, there's a fair amount of care and freelancing can be hard to get off off the ground for sure yeah to find because it's it, it, you had to be a, a good salesperson right. to get people in the door you got to hustle you got to go to networking events sometimes now, if you doing, don't have that rolodex built in doing contract work on the other hand which is different to me than freelancing I, they overlap in some degree but to me like a contract is where you only have one client at a yeah. time yeah and you know it's just to like, do this one project yeah. it's going to take a month and or or six months yeah. you never know mm -hmm. Uh, that's a lot easier because you just yeah. have to find that one contract and then and then just give that the care and feeding it needs. Totally. You're working a job, basically. Yeah. Um, so, you know... I, I'm it, just wondering, where do people even find those contract jobs? They're probably all the way, all out there. There's probably some... I mean, they're probably on well, Odesk and Well, if you're in software, then it's, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dice, you know, yeah. or or whatever, Monster. Yeah, There's people are just, are just advertising, hey, do this thing, and then you're applying to do that thing. Yeah. Showing me the work that you've done, giving me a rate and all that stuff, right? Exactly. Interesting. Exactly. Okay, so but here's the thing. Here's the thing that I think is the is the most interesting option. Um, so we've talked about being a freelancer. We talked about doing some contract work. We talked about getting a part time job. I think what what, what this guy's coming at is he's, he's got a, a topic that he really cares a lot about. That he's clearly in it for the right reasons. Like he really wants to make an impact on people who are struggling with this problem, and they can't afford to pay for the good solutions. So he wants to be able to make a solution that everybody can have access to right. to solve and, this and, problem. And he also believes that there are um, there are free solutions out there that yeah. are not cutting it. That are not people. cutting it. They're not yeah. good enough, right? I think what you do is you 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 realize this is a, an interesting point to me, right? So there are people who love uh, okay, I could picture this person. I could picture myself being this this person. Let's say I, I uh, I'm not going to try to make up a metaphor for this. Or let's just say like I'm this person. I either realize that I love being independent more than I love making an impact, or I love making an impact regardless of My whether impact. I'm working for someone else or not, yeah. right? And this is something that's very interesting to me because I love this question. Because as someone who's been fighting for my own independence for a long, long, long time, yeah. truth is, I care a lot more about making an impact. I, if I if I felt comfortable being able to do what I do, for if anyone yeah. employing me ever understood who I am or what I'm like yeah. and what I'm good at, and it was just like, Chase, you're going to only do this. You don't get to go over there and do that. That's not what you're good at. You get to do that over there. Yeah. Deal? And then I'm like, uh, yes. Please, that I want that. I want to make an impact way more than I want to be independent. Right. This goes back to our, our podcast we did a while ago on uh, why I quit my business to pursue my dream job. Yeah. Right? This is a podcast that we did that I'll put in the to show notes as well for everyone to listen to in case you haven't. It was a fascinating uh, conversation about how Val uh, Fizzler went and took a job. After she had a business up and running, she was approached to work at this other company and why she took that, her thought process behind that. Right. And why I think that was so brave and so interesting because in some ways it's realizing I care more about this impact, yeah. about, about putting a dent in this, this problem than I do about about being independent, right? About being the one, being the showrunner, even about being the one whose name's on top of the uh, yeah. on top of the billboard or whatever, yeah. right? I think that's a very and that's a interesting spectrum, question, right? There's a spectrum there, They're totally a question, or a spectrum. Yeah, people fall on one side or the other. I, I think, I think you know, some people might fall in the middle of that. I, I feel like I fall is, in the middle. of The that. truth is, you got to realize that there's no moral right or wrong to either one. No. There's no better than on either one. No, no, right? no, no because you can you can be all for making an impact and be squashed your whole life because companies are notoriously terrible at managing people. You could be all about being independent and never make an impact because individuals are notoriously terrible at actually doing something that's that, really hard to that do. lasts yeah. and it makes it gets the big reach. Right. So you're right. It's a total spectrum and you lose either way. So what adventure do you want to have? That's like, <laughs> that's my, that's my uh, construct Just for life. By the way. You're going to lose either way. <laughs> I remember. How are you going to have fun 
On the I remember talking this through with Barrett one day. We were talking about like, you know, just life, the universe, oh, and everything. Oh, you got so depressed after you <laughs> had that conversation. <laughs> so, you know, like it really, it's really how my brain thinks it's really liberating to me. And it's really like, it's really not liberating to other people, just no. to some to some kinds of people, right? Barrett's one of those. My wife is one of those as well. It's just like, this is not You're damned liberating if you do, to me. You're <laughs> damned if you don't. So let's party. <laughs> well, you're damned if you do. What are you talking about? Well, there's a Bart Simpson rap song I remember that that just like triggered a loop in my head. That's all I've got. <laughs> right. If anybody remembers that and i just triggered your loop too please tweet at us um but this this there isn't there's not a right or a wrong here there's not a right another thing i learned about spiral dynamics there's not a right or a wrong here there's there because what what matters most is how you're succeeding in your own environment Mm -hmm. right whether you're not you're how you're feeling about where you are right now that matters more than than uh and how you feel about your chances for the future Right. This this is this matters a lot. And so and you pick a person in, in situation A and a person in situation B, they could come out being happiest on two completely opposite ways of doing it, even if they're the same person. You know, the, you know, and the crazy thing is um, it's not an easy thing to know about yourself. And I think a lot of us feel oh, like you just said it like it's dude. this is the that's the, that's really hard. It is. And I and sometimes you have to pursue one or the other yeah. to figure out that it was kind of an empty goal. Or, or it wasn't the thing that would really like you, make you, you happy. You don't, you don't know what you don't know yeah. until you get out there and do the stuff. And none of us like looking stupid, so we keep our necks protected a lot of the time. Yeah, I, you know, I, I, I don't know that it's all or nothing. I don't, I don't think it's like you can't make an impact if you're independent. And no, you can't be it, in, no, it's not. It's just that it's, it's just that it's notoriously difficult to do so sure. all on your own. Yeah, even though it, it, even the same as it's notoriously yeah. difficult to but make I think, an impact. I think your straw man here is the idea is if you really. If you really want to make an impact as much as you say you do, yeah, then why not, you know, become an expert in that field and and go work for well, yeah. the company that's doing the best work. Who's in doing? That space? And this is something that I'm trying to get entrepreneurs to like small time independent entrepreneurs like like people listening to Fizzle thinking about much more often than they currently are. I want you to find the. I want you to make an impact. So, for instance, I, the example I always use is what is a problem that I care about. Well, I, I when I did this, I, I did this exercise. Like, what company? If I could work for any company in the world, what would it? And I had to though. I had to work for a company. Who would it be? And at the time, it was Ardio, who I loved listening to music from because they basically put. You should have worked there, bro. You could have saved I, them. I could have saved them. I couldn't have saved them. No. Um, but they, they, I, I just, I, they put music back in my life in a new way. Sonos was another one that was just like, okay, this is interesting. So that got me thinking about the problem of music, discovering music falling in love with it the, the problem of like having too much music and not really knowing how to appreciate any of it the being yeah. ethereal and just kind of like in one ear and out the other all the time i thought about the artists making the music all of this came added up to it like, there's a lot of p- potential problems and potential solutions to a lot of st- steps on this journey right right so i was just like how do we get artists paid better or paid well enough so that they can afford to make their art because it really matters to a lot of mm-hmm. us, you know, more so than just having Katy Perry, Jay-Z and Kanye supported. Like, how do we get how do we get like people who are doing new things supported? Right? Yeah. Um, but the, the way that that happens is, is Bieber and others just take what they've been doing and make it popular. And now those people are, yeah. are the way it's, it's really a bummer. Like you watch anything that comes out new, then it's successful in some underground sort of way. Yeah. And the next Bieber album is like, it's on there. Diplo produced it or whatever. Right. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. That's regardless. Besides the point, because the thing is, is I, I realized that you can look at the world in terms of problems. And some problems are worth your life. Like some problems are worth, to me, I very much feel like some problems are just worth your life, the whole time that you have and yeah. all of it. And, and you will have a family and you will do whatever you want to in your spare time. But some problems are just worth your life. Um, and some companies are actually setting themselves up to make a real impact on that. Now, companies I don't trust. I just don't trust companies very much. You know, I just think there's shareholders. I think they're, they're, I know what how business works. I know what you got to do in order to survive. And this isn't about doing good work. This is about being profitable. Right. That's, you know, that's fine. I understand that. But there are some companies that, and what I love is that, is that companies like new big companies, like Airbnb, for example, they don't get, they have to hire like crazy. And they don't get these kids unless they, unless they can convince them that this is a good place to work. Right. But they're also in the heyday of like, 
but both those are really high. Like they can, they can, they can convince you like with all of these amenities that this is a good place to work and that our story's great. But eventually the, the, the table's going to turn and it's like, actually, we need to make more profit this, this quarter. Right. So, so this, that and the other starts yeah, yeah, changing yeah. and now you stop believing in the company that much. Yeah. Right. So that, anyways, all that to explain that you can see the world in terms of these problems that need solving and you can pick one and get involved. And, and I think that's, to me, a liberating idea and thinking that I don't have to do it on my own all the time. So for me and Fizzle, the problem is career. What do I do with my life? Because of this situation that companies are notoriously bad at managing people. And so everybody's getting squashed right. and don't know how to live their lives because like this is the norm. We're supposed to fit right into this. I'm dying here, right? And so to me, fixing this for those of us who are at least waking up enough and, and just driven enough to go like, I want to do it by myself. I just got to try something. It's like, all right, well, here's the best resources you can get at an affordable price because I can't guarantee that you're successful, so I'm not going to try to make you pay $2,000. Yeah. You know, and I love that idea. That makes so much sense to me, and it's a problem that's worth my life right now, right? Yeah. So I love that. Um, if you're not a member part of Fizzle, like you could you could get access to it, but if you go to fizzle.co slash try five, I should that's just true. tell you that. That's you should, true. You should try, out, As try it out. As a podcast listener. As a podcast listener, you get Fizzle, Fizzle for five weeks for free. That's all I'll say. Okay. So, all right, so... We're talking about this idea of running a side project yeah. to fund the business that you really care about. And um, the options that we've laid out so far are uh, you could get a job or keep a job if you mm -hmm. have it, work mm -hmm. on the business you care about on the side. Yep. You could um, freelance. Mm -hmm. um, the you, you could... you. You, you, so you said you can keep your job or you can get a different job yep. or you can freelance and start yes. up something yes. new that you've kind of got rich skills in, potentially a client Rolodex or yeah. take contracts. Another option is uh, truly starting a new side project on a different topic. Well, let's save that one for the for next because the... Okay. the, the the uh the or you can go work at the company at at one of the leading companies that you think is doing the best work even if they're not doing uh, like perfect work right, right in that right. Yeah, in the space yeah. that your big idea is in and what you're saying is like basically you're postponing your work on the big idea yeah. for yourself yeah uh and what you're doing is you're buying time to earn a good income yeah and learn a ton yeah make connections. Mm -hmm. Uh, probably save some money. Oh yeah, because if you think that a better product is going to solve any meaningful problem, it's not. It's going to be relationships and a product and connections, right? And and influence well, and all of this other stuff. And if you want to solve the income problem, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. One way to do that is to save a bunch of money for several years. Yeah. So that you can work on and your And that was one of his options. He was like, or I could just go back to the valley. I can I can work for two years and just save a, as much as I possibly can right. and then have give myself plenty of runway to to try to get this off the ground one yeah, more time. Which is which is what I did and yeah. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm a single tasker. You know, yeah. I, I'm not yeah. very good at multitasking and it just makes sense to me to really focus on one thing at a time and yeah. do that thing well mm -hmm. and then move on to the next. I can't imagine Elon Musk going through his day from like a Tesla meeting to a solar city meeting to a SpaceX meeting. Yeah. You know, I wonder, I bet I, you know, he's got a system for it. He's like, Mondays are, sorry, we're not, yeah. we're not switching. Totally. You know, yep. something like that. Okay. So we've got all of these different options. Now, now let's come back to this idea of like, let's say we have to make a new sort of side business. Right. That's going to, yeah. that's got to, how do I, okay. There's people who are working really, really hard to get their thing up off the ground, yeah. their main thing up off the ground. Yeah. And it's really hard to lift all that weight. Yeah. Once you get it up there, it gets its own gravity. It starts heading different, its own direction. And, and it's, and it's, it's something that you can play with. Right. But it's really hard to get that initial momentum going right, right. from your business idea to building your initial audience, to getting your initial traction, to, to making your first sales and get your infrastructure up just to take sales, things like that, you yeah. know, can be challenging. So let's say someone had to though, for some reason, okay, they have to do this. Okay, so context is I've got this big idea. Uh -huh. It's like a multi-year thing yeah. probably to put a dent in, but I really care about it. And mm -hmm. my only choice now is I absolutely have to earn an income yeah. from some other means mm -hmm. that doesn't involve working for someone else or consulting. Yeah. I'm going to focus on a side project mm -hmm. that brings in X thousands of dollars a month so I can pay my bills um, mm -hmm. and then hopefully I think the trick is hopefully you can run that later mm -hmm. 
with minimal effort so that you can start then focusing again on your big dream project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I love that. I hate putting pressure. I hate putting this pressure on a, on a business idea, by the way. I hate putting a time, a really hot, hot, hot time-based pressure on like, all right, you, new business idea, you have three weeks to perform well, and start making I don't know that money. we necessarily said, I guess there is time pressure because he said that he needs to earn an income. Yeah, soon. in some ways it's like, it's like it, thinking back to our podcast episode on like, you know, I have, a, I have six weeks or three, three months of runway. Uh, what do I need to do to get to minimum viable income right, fast? Right, right, that's true. You know, that we have a whole episode on that. I'll make a note to put that in the show notes as, as well. Yeah. And get to MVI fast. Um, okay. So this this whole idea is, is to me, though, I'm, I'm curious about this thought experiment. Say you have to do this really fast and come come and build a thing. What are the kinds of business ideas you personally, Corbett, you're... You know, there's this question like, imagine you show up on a on a, on a world that's just like this one, and all you have is a laptop and everything that you know, but none of the people are the same. Yeah, right. The internet's the same, everything's the same, but you don't know anybody. You don't have any connections. Right. You don't have anything. Right. Besides, like you know, five hundred bucks well, on a laptop. And let's say you have skills. Yeah. Yeah. You, you have, have all like your skills. Your skills. Everything are. that you know. Right? right. So the first thing I'm doing is I'm going to the gay part of town, and I'm going to get some freelance work, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like out behind a Seven Eleven. I'm just saying. Sometimes my hair looks pretty good. Like I've been on a yacht all day. Yep. It just has that look, and that's uh, that's a viable. That's a it's viable a skill. skill. It's a skill. It's a viable skill. Uh, all right. So I would probably lean on whatever skill I have that is most valuable. Uh huh. So like define the, valuable. Uh, the thing that I could get paid the highest like dollars per hour. Okay. You know. Great. Yeah. Uh, and. That probably means it's a skill that other people would like to have, and don't don't. It's not it's not available in spades. That they don't necessarily. Yeah, that's not that common. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would probably uh, teach something related to that skill. Interesting. Um, in an online course sort of format. Did you ever? Did you listen to the Mike Rowe conversation on the Tim Ferriss show? No, it's really good. He's the dirty jobs. He's guy. dirty jobs guy who yeah. is is just like. Just like becoming Mr. a little bit of a hero, Mr. All American. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but in in the best possible way. Looks like a fireman. Like he he somehow perfectly mixes conservative and liberal politics. Sure, in in just in his persona. Yeah, you know somehow I'm sure there's more I could discover about him. But what I know right now, I'm like, wow, this guy's like uh, this excellent journeyman of mm-hmm. of uh, and and he's becoming a little bit of a hero from what I what I understand so far. But one of the things he mentions is I'm, I like how you always say that because you're just you're just thinking oh, I'm like always looking for dad. There's some kind of skeleton. No, you're 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 hedging whether or not he's a true hero. Oh, it happens every time. It happens every yeah. time. Because then, someone... then you tell somebody that and 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 somebody's like, no, but you know that he blah 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 right? blah blah right? Yeah, you know you know his policy on something something yeah. something. You're like, oh man, because because I just fantasize that they're perfect, right? But he talked about how the happiest people he ever met and doing he did lots of episodes of Dirty Jobs and did a lot of time in the field with these people doing these jobs yeah and he's like and his whole his whole thing became like it didn't start with like let me glorify these jobs it became that after spending so much time with these people yeah and realizing this at is first a, it was like i'm gonna go do this hard yeah, job because nobody else just, is willing to do it yeah and just show people what it's like <laughs> yeah but then it turned out more he had empathy for that's his people. crusade now yeah. his crusade is, is 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 about putting the uh the dignity back in these jobs because they're in, incredibly dignified to him yeah um, and, and they, they, they help the, they help the, they help run the country. These are the people who clean the sewers. These are the people who, yeah. who tend the farms and their jobs and that need to be done, bite the testicles off of sheep. You know, it's a dirty job, but somebody's got to do it. Right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, he talked about how spending time with these people, they all like, like it became so common that they, they had something different than the rest of us who are looking around trying to, trying to do it all our way. And he's like, these people are like, uh, like this guy was a, a doctor and he quit everything and just started running a honey bucket company. You know what I mean? Like the, the, the portable potties uh-huh. and, uh, and he's, he loves it. He just makes, makes a bunch of money or ran, runs a handful of these things, cleans them out himself. He's like, he, he's just like, he's so into it because, because there's something, I, I, the way I would interpret it is it's almost like, it, it's like, it's like humane. It like connects them to yeah, sure. to some like ruddy you know human natural sure. <laughs> like like sort of frequency in the yeah. world, um, but 
this idea, all, all of that to say, there's this sense that we're all, we, we, like it's all out there. I've got to become this. I've got to go do that for work. Then I'll be happy. If I could just get that. And it, I mean, everything that I've learned from the science of happiness and the science of, of, of sort of like satisfaction is always about like thinking about, how, just thinking differently about what you already have, where you already are. Sure. You know, it's always that. Yeah. It's always that hack. Every single time. Right. Everything that's working scientifically about happiness is not about changing something in your life. It's about accepting things that are in your life. Yeah. Then from there, you have an enormous amount of energy to make changes because you'll see things differently than you ever have. Right. Right. So so all that just as a as a as a point of view well, around so yeah, how does this what? relate to the, the that is a, well? First of all, it doesn't have to because I'm Chase Wordman Reeves and I'm literally terrible at being on a microphone. <laughs> but second of all, uh, because because we're always we're always wanting this to be something that fixes that, that that like if like everybody in Fizzle, everybody who's listening to the show, myself personally, like I'm like if I could just get to there. Yeah. Like once I got this much money coming in from this thing and right. it had this much traction and this is the growth chart well, or I was working in that space sure. or this dream, this big thing that I had, once I get this up and running, then everything's going right. to be different. Right, right, right. Right? Yep. So, well, here, let me, my point was if if I had to run a side project that wasn't related to the thing that I was trying to put a dent yeah. in yeah. just to earn an income, I would choose the skill that I had that yeah. I felt was most valuable yeah. Yeah. that other people wanted and figure out a way to teach that um, probably through an online course or a book or something like that. I love because I and, love I love that clarity because you got so tactical right away. Right. I'll just teach this one single skill. I would focus uh, uh, like completely on it. It's a it, I would be looking for the most unique or rare skill that I have. Yeah. You know that I'm something uh, that's in demand that I am. I am better and instead than, of instead of just putting that skill to use and getting a job or freelancing, which mm -hmm. is what, you know, um, this in this scenario, we don't want to do yeah. that. I would teach that thing instead. Yeah. And the reason is, first of all, you put several years of your life into learning the skill, whatever it is, maybe it's uh, design, maybe it's mm -hmm. marketing, maybe it's programming, yeah. you know, whatever, whatever that might be. Uh, maybe it's, you know, that you're a health practitioner or something like that. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is from all of the fizzler, profiles that we get to know about yeah one of the commonalities in people who end up succeeding fastest is that they have some foundation of skills or something to draw on yeah that that feed immediately into the business that they're creating because if you have let's say uh you've played music for 20 years yeah then you have something that other people want. You know how to play drums as an expert. Yeah. So then you can teach that to those folks. Whereas if all you have is this idea that I want to start a business, but there's there's no like basis of skills there, yeah. trying to learn a new skill while learning all the issues that come along with building a business and getting both of those off the ground at the mm, same time, mm. it's just a long road. Oh yeah, it, to it totally is. And that's, what, that's what's so challenging about... Uh, about uh, because anybody, even if you don't have that expertise, you can build a successful business. It's going to take time, though, you know, and that's why that's part of the reason why I'm like, I don't like these time pressurized sort of situations where I got to get to money fast. I love when people are like, I care so much. My, my, my one of my fantasy businesses, is, it's not a business, is um, is brain pickings, right? Mm -hmm. It's not a business. Well, it she's, is. She's, she's earning a lot of revenue now, probably, yeah. but. But it's not, it's not a, there's not a, a, an exchange of services. It's more of a nonprofit yeah. that you're supporting. Or like, yeah, like a public radio. Public radio, exactly. And she's just found a way to do something she just was geeking out about already. And mm -hmm. she made it just a systematized, practical like thing in her life. To read books, to find the quotes, to, to do book reports, basically. Right. In a meaningful, like sort of gentle way. Right. But that's not the kind of project that's going to get you income That's fast. not going to give you any income anytime soon. Exactly. But, but you give her five, seven years... And she's making tons of money. Well, from or the thing. if if she Maria had to earn an income right now, she could probably teach a course on creation for or curation for the web. Cur totally right. Curation for it. the web. She could teach a course on she being could, a librarian, and she could do, she could do that at Skillshare yeah. or on Udemy or yeah. by you know through her own website and, and email newsletter, which is a great thing because one of the mention one of the, the the things this guy mentions is like, hey, listen, I've got a course that's halfway done on Udemy. Yeah, I could finish that and get that up and running, but it's on a topic 
where there's a ton of competition for, right? Right. Um, so so this is where you then have to be a little, this that's is, why I love that idea of looking in yourself first for what could you teach and just going like, regardless, I'm going to put this out there and then you just hustle your bun off yeah. to, to, to get people to the thing. Well, and this is where that the idea of uh, single threading, you mm-hmm. know, to use a software term, yeah. or going all in on this one project yeah. until it's done. All in. Matters. Actually, the uh, the original, what we were maybe going to call the Fizzle Show. Oh, yeah. At the very beginning. Yep. All in. It would have been. It would have been interesting, but I don't think, yeah, we don't we don't talk a lot about being all in, do we? We talk a lot about working smart and, and about like... Yeah, yeah. Uh, Doing but it, it but in way. this but in this case you you have to go all in on this this project. idea of single threading and, for sure and hopefully it you know it doesn't it doesn't take forever but um this you know like in the in this particular uh question in the forums yeah. the uh the person who posted it had a number of things that were not complete mm-hmm. right another mm-hmm. a number of projects that were almost done yeah and almost done just doesn't count here because yeah. it's not. Uh, up and for sale. And and it's so easy for us to, this is why I'm so worried about people taking on these kinds of side projects because it's easy to say, yeah. oh, I'm just going to, you know, do this like these niche sites, like you yeah. said. Yeah. Or, I'm, really just gonna, or I'm just going to go simple. create this this course and, yeah. and sell it. But if you're juggling that and a bunch of other stuff, it's just really easy to get distracted and yeah. never finish this thing. And if it's never finished, you're never going to earn a dollar. Yeah. So I'd rather see you finish one thing mm-hmm. then work on 10 projects at, at at once and if that one thing doesn't work that's fine there's there's always a chance it's not going to work yeah you know move on to the next i mean for me i'm such a woo-woo guy that i i almost think of uh i really I, I put a lot of stock in this idea that i that i've heard from stephen pressfield and elizabeth gilbert this this sense that like ideas actually seem to have a sort of like life in the world outside of your head elizabeth gilbert gets very sort of like uh touchy-feely about how um, these ideas that you have, they found you, they're coming for you and they're, they're choosing you and they're asking, will you bring me into the world? Will you do this with me? And it, and it's, I, you don't have to be super, uh, you don't have to buy into the spirituality of that at all to, for, to, to kind of point to the fact that like you can focus on an idea because an idea is kind of like a relationship with, uh, with, with something. And I, I don't know for, for me, it's like, if you treat ideas like currency, then then none of the ideas end up being as valuable as you as you hoped they would be but if you treat ideas like relationships then they have potential to sort of gr- turn into something just like a child can grow into something completely different than what you anticipated yeah I, and I, I like that because um for any idea for any relationship to mm-hmm. grow yeah. it means that you are probably taking time away from other relationships yeah and the same is true of ideas. For any idea to turn into something, it means that you're consciously saying, you know, no to the other ideas. Yeah. Whereas if you treat them like currency, then you think you can have a stack of ideas there that are worth something yeah. to you to spend. Yeah, and, and because, you know, like what I see so often in people, and by the way, I want to mention that the only reason why we're not saying this Fizzler's name is because we haven't been able to, we haven't reached out to, to him yet uh, to make sure that it's okay we talk about this. So we're not yeah. sharing any sensitive details. We're trying to keep that under under wraps. Um, just in case, right? Just to trying to use the, but this the, is the, the kind of like just fantastic, juicy conversation, yeah. That uh, we are having in the forums every day, yeah. People are in there just spilling their guts, mm-hmm. you know, about these like really nuanced, hard questions, yeah. And we don't have a clear answer here. I think you know, I I was a little harsh about the idea to begin with, and I'm still like very skeptical, yeah, that you can do this unless. You just dedicate yourself to the side project and mm-hmm. say, skip the other thing. For, like, forget about the big dream project yeah. for now. Let's pick something that I think I can earn an income from, even if it takes two years yeah. to get there because it very well could. Or skip being independent. Let's, let's, I care so much about this topic. Let's find someone who can pay me to keep working on it. That's true. To, to, whether that's in another company and then I've got ideas that I want to be a, built in here because I'm passionate about this thing. I care deeply about it, you know, and and I don't know how many people on their team have the kind of experience and insight that I have on this sort of thing. Right. Um, I love I love that question a lot. Another thing would be uh, would be, yeah, just just like getting getting some sort of part time job or contract work, but especially part time job where it builds you up and more. 
It gives you more skills. It gives you more relationships. Yeah. It's something somehow loosely related to where you want to be potentially, right? Yeah. Um, I think that that is, uh, you know, that is a very interesting idea. Now, the last option that, that we haven't talked about is to pursue a like air quote side project mm -hmm. that really is related to the big dream project that you want. Yeah. It's just much smaller and and more self-contained and more in the in the veins of a minimum viable pro product. Yeah. So the reason I bring this up is uh there's no reason to think that any side project you might come up with as an idea is going to be necessarily easier to earn an income from yeah. than the main topic that you have mm -hmm. in your in your sites for the future. Yeah. It's probably just that you have this like vision, and this is the case with the the person who posted this question. You have this grand vision mm -hmm. of um, building something that is transformative in that space, yeah. And that in order to do that, it's going to take many months of effort, and and you know, there's network effects and all these things that, yeah. that take time to develop. That doesn't mean that there's not some sort of MVP or. Mm -hmm or other thing that you could solve, one small specific thing for you to solve within that space that you could release as just something simple, like a course or an ebook or whatever, so that it keeps you immersed in that space and you feel like you're making an impact yeah. and the credibility and the relationships that you're building mm -hmm. and the email list that you're growing and the website and the, the traffic that you're getting is all focused on this one topic. Yeah. It's just that instead of saying, I'm going to uh, create a cure for cancer, yeah, I'm just going to create a pamphlet that makes people who have family members who are diagnosed with cancer feel better about the process. Yeah. That's yeah. where I'm going to start. And understand the needs that we have for research money and or whatever the the actual the one one thing I've heard on on this before is you can this network effect idea, right? So say you build the scaffolding of a large uh, carousel. Right, but you only have right now. All you have is t is space to put in one little seat. So right. you got one seat that goes in there, and you've got a, a you know two people at a time that go on the carousel. But you've built the, the infrastructure now for the whole thing. So as you're able to, you can add more chairs to the carousel or or whatever bits on the carousel. So so that that the whole thing just ends up becoming more and more valuable the more chairs that mm -hmm. you that you add to it. So you can start with the scaffolding of something and, and this is what the principle of finding a minimum viable product really is. Um, and we have a couple articles on minimum viable product that are really helpful. I'll put those in the show notes as well. Um, the idea of this is Okay, we've got this big, big plan, this big idea that's going to take a long time to get off. So let's go ahead and undesign that by a few times. Let's go ahead and get down to the meat of something that we could do that's actually purchasable or sellable or helpful right now in a small and meaningful way. So maybe I'm trying to build this whole system, this whole thing. What I could do is just have this one little ebook or this email series or this whatever right in the meantime to start building that's the that is building the scaffolding of the carousel right and 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 you can use that to to grow your audience and start leveraging it up and over over time do the thing add the stuff right yeah i think we're there on this one we've got all of these options that that someone can do if they've got a side if they need to get a side project or if they need to somehow get some short term revenue while they're building their big thing and uh, you know, for for people like me, they're going to be drawn to this idea of finding the companies who are making the biggest impact in the space and potentially sacrificing independence or negotiating with the company for some certain level of independence. Um, while they do that, I think people who are resonating more with an analytical sort of maybe maybe your way of thinking, Corbett, it's this it's it's uh, more on the side of independence. Right, but on the on the side of of sort of uh, of realizing you've got a single task, you don't get to just spin up as many parts of you as you wish, and that and they're all going to be successful. Yep. So you whatever you say yes to is bringing down the quality of every other yes in your life. Exactly is something that we've said on the show before, and and so just realize you're costing that big idea when you're doing this in some way. So either dive deep on a side project that earns revenue now that you can keep going later on, or Find some other way, but take very seriously this idea of single threading, because whether you're working for a company or freelancing or doing a side project and you're trying to get to revenue, that's going to take up a lot more time than you might than you wish it would. 
Yep. Uh, because that's the nature of, of what it's like to be alive in modern day America. When you don't, if you don't, if you didn't get some big massive inheritance from grandpa, like you got to work and, and you got to figure out how you can make the most money from yourself for the least amount of time. And I, uh, I just find that for me, that happens to be dancing. Um, yeah. You've seen me dance. Yeah. Interpretive. Mostly. A lot of interpretive dancing, which I find is a lot more involved in the ribs than I thought it was. Mm -hmm. It's way more ribby. I'm just very ribby in my interpretations these days. A lot of rib and spinal movement. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just like, what is this? And it's ribs all the way down. I'm not going to dignify that with a response. <laughs> your, your little like re- reluctant giggle at the end was all I needed. I was just going to go until I got that. <laughs> I got the twinkle in your eye. Anything else to add? No, that's it. I have been Chase Wardman-Reeves. I've been Corbett Barr. And we will see you there. Or we will see you on another time. We could have done that better. Damn it. So there you have it. All right. Oh, man, I did the all right again. Dang it. Fizzleshow.co slash 175. This is episode 175. If you go to fizzleshow.co slash 175, you're going to find the links that we talked about in here, the Mike Rowe episode, as well uh, as all of these uh, resources that we have on minimum viable income, okay, and minimum viable product. As well as you'll be able to download our new business toolkit if you want for uh, ridiculously helpful guides for for you. Because you don't have to do this alone, you guys. You don't have to do it alone. Fizzleshow.co slash 175. Here's an iTunes review from Sergey in the United Arab Emirates. I bet you guys didn't think we had people listening there. Awesome. Sergey says, I love listening to the guy's realistic take on entrepreneurship. Makes you laugh and relax a bit while listening. Wow, thank you so much, Sergey. Listen, dear listener, our goal is, of course, to help you make progress on your business every single dang week. And that's what this podcast is about. And if you like it, if it motivates you at all, if it helps keep you on track, please do us a favor and leave us an iTunes review. It helps other people find the show. Simply go to the iTunes store, search for Fizzle, and click Write a Review. All right, that's it for this week. When you hit your next roadblock... When your arse starts to singe from the fire, remember, you are not alone. Find care, take care, serve hard, and dig in. Thanks, and I'll talk to you next Fizzle Friday.